What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? For Cutty Pop. Oh, man. You already know what it is. Finally. Finally, finally, finally. We found out who the president of the United States is. And it's going to be Joe Biden. Not really breaking news. Um, you know, everybody who's been following the elections, we all know, um, you know, that Joe Biden won uh, uh, on the uh, mid-Saturday. He won. Um a little bit of controversy with me, though. Um, you know, some you know some people have been calling me out because um, I said, um, you know, I had some sponsors, uh, you know, want to push out the vote, and um, I said I wasn't going to vote. It's a little bit of a controversy with me. Um, so uh, we're gonna get into that quick, and then we're gonna do some. We're gonna talk about Donald Trump and um, and how to not run a campaign. But we're gonna get into, like I said, what I said first. Um, in the sense of not voting, uh, for me personally, I've already said my disdain for Donald Trump. I've already said my disdain, uh, for Joe Biden. So, um, I wasn't going to vote for those two. Um, New York was called pretty early, obviously. And like I said before on my podcast in the state of New York, because we have the electoral colleges that chooses who, uh, the president of the United States is, and it doesn't go by the popular vote that if, you know, I were to vote for anybody else besides Joe Biden, it would have been a wasted vote, which it would have been, which it would have been, because obviously Joe Biden took the state of New York. So there was almost there was no point for me to vote for anybody else besides Joe Biden, because Joe Biden was going to win in New York regardless. Now, just saying that. Um, my brother got on my case, said, you know, you should, you know, please vote for somebody, um, you know, say if you don't like Biden or uh, Trump, you should at least vote for me, possibly someone like like Joe Jurgensen. But we're going to talk about Joe Jurgensen. OK, because Joe Jurgensen in New York State, she only got one percent of the votes for New York State. One percent. OK, so. That would have been a waste of time voting for her. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't going to win New York. <clears throat> okay. I understand the, the, you know, the point of exercising uh, the right to vote. You know, if you start believing what a candidate has to say, I, you know, I definitely understand that. You know, and no offense to Joe Jurgensen. You know, um, you know, I re- did a little research on her uh, online. Um, you know, she, you know, she wants to. Uh, you know, demilitar- uh, demilitarize the uh, uh, the police, uh, things of that nature. Um, you know, I don't think the you know the you know the police is you know militarized. I definitely don't think so. Especially for someone who's been in the military, I definitely don't think that. Okay, uh, you know, uh, she has ties to Clemson. She's um, um, she's a professor over there. Uh, I did a little research on it because you know what? This is my problem with Joe Jurgensen. This is my biggest problem with Joe Jurgensen. And you know, we talk about the third party candidates. Um, you know, beside you know, okay, well, well, you know what? We're gonna say the fourth party candidates. We do have independence, but sometimes some of these third party candidates get more steam. Joe Jurgensen got no hustle. We're gonna we're gonna say it because no one's gonna call out these third party people. I'm gonna call them all out. They ain't got no hustle. Okay. Let me tell you why. Joe Jurgensen, you couldn't reach out to LeBron James? Because LeBron James never necessarily said Biden. He wanted Biden in. He just said he didn't want Trump in office. 
you couldn't have reached out to LeBron James and say, hey, man, I know you got the more than a vote initiative. Let me help you out with that. Get this uh, word out as, as well. You know, it. You know, after the NBA Finals, you know, you could have asked LeBron to maybe support you, get political. So LeBron has been political, and he's been against Donald Trump. So it's not like it would have hurt his brand, deciding with Joe Jurgensen. Let me say, I know why you don't like Donald Trump. I don't know if you like Joe Biden, but this is what this is what I plan to do. She should have made it about herself. She should have reached out to somebody like that. Um, you know, she don't know anybody with money, right? You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you got Dabble Sweeney out in Clemson. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure Dabble's got some friends. You don't know any. You don't know anybody. Joe Jurgensen helped fund your campaign to get the word out there. You ain't. There's nobody. You could have gone to Clemson University and gone back there and you know paid some kid you know X amount of dollars to help build you a a, a platform. You couldn't have reached out to anybody. Yo, know, it is 2020. There is no excuse. You're running for a, uh, you know, for president of the United States, and you know, you you know, no one knows who you are. You, you you know what I'm saying? You have these ideas, but you're not putting them out there. You got no hustle. You have no reach. Why would I vote for you? You know what I'm saying? You have no drive. You just put your name in the hat and think, oh, I just put my name in the hat and. Uh, that's good enough. No, that's not how it works. Okay. Um, that's my biggest problem with her. Um, and she has some podcaster, um, as a running mate, you know, podcaster that no one even, you know, news about, I mean, you go on her Twitter page. Okay. So her, her Twitter page, right. She's only got 180,000 or 185,000 followers. Okay. Not only does she only have 185,000 followers, her Instagram page only has 177,000 followers. So that means people who are following her, you know what I'm saying, don't even know she got a Twitter. That's how unknown she is. She's got less followers on her Instagram page. That means people don't even know she's got a Twitter page, the ones that are on her on Instagram. That's how much of a hustle she doesn't have. You know what I'm saying? So forget Joe Jurgensen, okay? And these third-party candidates ain't got no hustle. They ain't got no reach. They're not trying to reach out to anybody to get the word out. They don't know anybody talented enough to help build their social media platforms. You know, forget them. You could you couldn't have, you couldn't have uh, called Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has 20 million people a day uh, on the Joe Rogan experience. 20 million listeners a day. You couldn't have reached out to Joe Rogan on Twitter. Send him a DM. What you thought? It would, you know, thought it would have been bad. Like you, you know, you're reaching out. Bad, you know, thought it would have been bad reaching out. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you're trying to get the word out there. You run for the president of the United States. Like, no, wasn't gonna vote for Joe Jurgensen. This is someone who doesn't have no hustle and no drive. Okay, and just because I was telling people to vote and I necessarily wasn't going to vote, that doesn't necessarily make make me a hypocrite. Uh, okay, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't agree with the candidates. In uh, their stances, but for those who did strongly agree with the candidates, obviously, you know, what I'm saying, you know, I'm a military soldier, you know, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm gonna defend people's rights, you know, what I'm saying, to, you know, to exercise their American rights, you know, what I'm saying, that's what I fought for, you know, you, you know, what I'm saying, that necessarily meant that I was, always, you know, always gonna vote. I mean, I did work on George W. Bush's campaign uh, back in 2004, um, you know. 
uh, we, you know, I got together with a bunch of guys, um, you know, you know, we worked directly with the campaign. Uh, we did a lit drop in uh, Pennsylvania uh, to get the word out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I did vote in, uh, uh, in the 2000 elections. I did vote in uh, 2004 uh, elections. I did vote for George W. Bush. Okay, so yeah, and that was the last election uh, I voted for. Yes, I, yeah, I you know, didn't necessarily uh, uh, agree with everything Obama was saying. Didn't necessarily agree with everything um, that um, uh, that Romney was saying in 2012, and what John McCain was saying. Um, I didn't necessarily agree uh, with both of them, um, and uh, both of those elections. Um, you know, I wasn't really for uh, Trump, and I definitely was against. Uh, Hillary Clinton, you, you know what I'm saying? So, so the last, you know, four elections for president, I, um, I haven't voted in. Um, that's because I necessarily haven't agreed with the candidates. And, you, and you're, and yeah, I know, it's crazy. The last candidate I've actually agreed with, uh, George W. Bush. Um, uh, you know, I like his stance on, um, you know, you know, you know, on what he did in Afghanistan, you know, uh, how he went in there, you know, two, three weeks later, we went in there, um, you know, I know there's controversy about the Iraq war. Gotcha. But he did keep America safe. We did, you know, did help institute the the Patriot Act. You know, there's a lot of good things that, uh, you know, that George W. Bush did do. Um, you know, a lot of people might disagree with that. But I think history at the end is going to be kind uh, to George, uh, uh, to George W., you know, um, you know, you know, he had you know, national security director, secretary of state. Um, you know, his, you know, national security advisor, all of them were, uh, all of them were of color, you, you know? Um, so, you know, he did a lot of great things, uh, for people of color. He made them visible, uh, when he was office, uh, made Condoleezza Rice visible, you know, he made Colin Powell, uh, visual, you know, so he did, you know, he did a lot of great things, I think for people of color. Um, well, when he was in office, you know, I was hoping, uh, you know, uh, you know, Barack Obama would have done the same thing, didn't necessarily do so. Uh, and I, I know we had Eric Holder as Attorney General. I gotcha. Uh, you know, I, you know, I did want to see more. Um, you know, I would like two of them had someone of color as his running mate um, instead of Joe Biden. That I would, you know, I think some a lot of us were hoping for that. Maybe America wasn't ready for the time of two thousand eight. Um, at the time, I would have liked to have seen that. But it didn't happen, you know, and it, you know, it is what it is. Um, uh, like I said, I don't feel like a hypocrite because I was telling people to get out the vote, but necessarily I wasn't voting for anybody just because, you know, just because my view uh, was one way, you know what I'm saying? Doesn't mean that, you know, I didn't push my view on everybody else, you, you know, and like I said, this show is objective and I, you know, I don't necessarily, I'm not trying to convince anybody to think one way, you know, if anything, when you see, you know, hear my side, right. And run with it, or you can hear, hear my side and don't run with it and go the opposite direction. Okay. So that's my stance on that. And like I said, I don't feel like I'm a hypocrite just by saying to vote and nobody and um, that's all. And me necessarily not voting for the candidates. So I don't think, you know, I don't necessarily think that the best candidates, you know, we're the best option, but you know what though? Not everybody, obviously no one saw my way. Joe Biden got more votes uh, for president than any other president in in history uh, of this country. Joe Biden did. You know, so I'm glad no one saw it my way. You know, like I said, we need a president. We got a president. And, 
you know, and, and this is what we got, and this is what we have. We have, we got Joe Biden. Uh, well, and more importantly, we have Kamala Harris. Uh, you know, she's the first, not only is she the first woman, she's the first black woman. She's the first woman of uh, South Asian descent uh, to be uh, vice president uh, of the United States of America. So, so you know, anybody with daughters, um, this, you know, the, the, you know, yesterday was a great day for you, and it's going to be continuing uh, to be a great day. So, uh, shout out to Kamala Harris. Uh, looks like she's on path to be actually become president. We don't know how many terms if you know if Joe Biden's going to run again. He is, the, you know, he is the oldest sitting president. Uh, once he gets uh, sworn in, um, you know, he'll be the oldest sitting president. Uh, so, we'll we'll see what happens after four years. Um, maybe Kamala Harris makes a run for president. I hope so. Rooting for the sister. And, uh, you know, we're up to take it there um, on that stance. Um, like I said, we're going to talk about, you know, Donald Trump today. And, you know, the major problem with his campaign that I saw was he ran that campaign like he ran it in 2016. And, you know, you got to say this about, you know, people that are running for president, right? You, you know, the world's changed. Donald Trump didn't think the world changed. He didn't notice that the world changed since the coronavirus. And, you know, and for Joe Biden to get, you know, all, you know the full city gap, um, it was an indictment against Donald Trump because America is, we're, we're still split, um, you know, as a country. You, you know what I'm saying? So um, in the sense of, there, you know, the, um, there, you know, there was places where, you know, where you know, states usually vote blue, but they still voted red. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, like in Illinois, for example, um, you know, their senators uh, Republican, but the state voted blue. <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's just funny that it was just like uh, Biden got. The votes that he got, and you know, we look at the Senate, right? Republicans won the Senate, right? And in the House, the Democrats won the House, so we're still split as a country. But the one thing that nobody was was split on, right at the end, was about Joe Biden and getting Donald Trump out of office. We they weren't split on that. Because we had more people vote in this election than ever before in the history of America. So people were so emphatic about getting Donald Trump out of office. And I think Donald Trump underestimated that people didn't like him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why I said this was an indictment against him. Because, like I said, Democrats won the House, but Republicans won the Senate. You know what I'm saying? So we're still split as a country. Politically. But they weren't split on Donald Trump and getting Donald Trump out of office. And what Donald Trump should have done is encouraged everybody to vote. Right. You know, by mail, by whatever. And it backfired him not encouraging people to vote by any means necessary. You know, that's what he should have done and said, yeah, I don't care how you vote. Just vote for me. Do it in person, do it in by mail. The same message that 
Biden gave out, he should have did the same thing. It should, you know what I'm saying? It shouldn't have been the opposite. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, no, don't vote by mail. You know, just, you know, just, just vote in person, you know, and the people didn't, you know, they showed up, but they didn't, but you know, it's easier, it was easier to vote by mail for people than it was, um, you know, in person. And we got to think about society right now and how, you know, and how we're doing things, right? Listen, I mean, my Blu-ray player is collecting dust, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, why am I going to, you know, take the DVD out, open up my Blu-ray player? I got to, you know, change the input to the Blu-ray, you know what I'm saying? When I can just, you know, chill out on my bed, right? Scroll over a couple buttons, make a quick purchase, boom, I got the movie. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are going to take the easy way. And, And it's obvious. Um, people took the, you know, the voting way. I, I'm not going to wait in a long line. I'm going to fill out this ballot. Boom. Drop it off. Done. You know what I'm saying? Do, do it on the way to work. I'm on my way to work anyway. Or saying, or if people aren't working, well, I got nothing else to do today. Let me just vote real quick. Boom. You know, and like I said, this was an indictment against Donald Trump. This was how not to run a campaign. And I hope our historians are, you know, or, you know, our future generation of politicians um, are looking at this and be like, yep, you know what? That wasn't the way to do it. Um, you know, Hillary ran an arrogant campaign and it's like Donald Trump didn't his learn his lesson and he ran an arrogant campaign uh, as well. You know, I thought, oh, I'm just going to get the turnout. Um, no, they're going to stuff the ballot box and that's just going to be the end of it. Yo, the street team failed Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? If that was the game plan, what did Barack Obama do in 2012, right? You know, and, you know, in 2008, he ran a social media campaign. In 2012, he knew it was going to be close with him and Romney. He ran a street campaign. And what he did was, he said, go, he literally had all the local local representatives in the community. He was, they were shuttling people to the polls. They were literally like, they were knocking on doors. Yo, did you vote today? Nah, man. Yo, you, you voting right now. Boom. You're signing this paper. You're getting registered. Boom. And you voting right now. They were literally bringing truckloads of people in to vote. And that's what Donald Trump should have done. He should have been going to all the little communities, right? Got a street team ready. Yo, this is going to this is gonna be this is gonna be tough. This is going to be a close race. You know what I'm saying? We're, I know we're doing a lot of tough talk, but... We know it's going to be a close race. We need to make sure that everybody that's registered to vote, you know, we need to be knocking on doors and making sure that they're voting uh, today. If November 3rd was the day, right, that should have been the day his street team was ready to rock, and, you know, especially in those those Michigans, the Wisconsin's, you know, those swing states. They should all should have been ready to rock. And Donald Trump didn't do that. And that's why Donald Trump uh, isn't president of the United States, uh, you know, anymore. Um, No, people don't like Donald Trump. And they came out in record droves to just get him out of office. Now, in saying that, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Joe Biden. Right. Because this is what this is what the American public wanted. This is what the American people we wanted Donald Trump out of office. Now you're in. Right. In a sense of we're not just we, the anticipation for us right now isn't just um okay, well, at least it's not Donald Trump in office. No, we got the coronavirus. We still have people out of work. 
Um, no, we still have a lot of issues. They, America is split. There's a lot of work that needs to get done with this job right now. This is not an easy job. It's not as easy as I was off. Well, it's a relief because Donald Trump's out of office. No, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. Okay, like I said, we got the House and Senate split. Okay, we got the Senate gone Republican, the House gone Democrat. Right? We're still divided as a nation, ideology, politically wise. We have people out of work. All right, we still have a, uh, a pandemic that a quarter of the cases are in just the United States compared to the rest of the world. A quarter of them are in the United States of America. You know, over a little bit over a million died worldwide, over a quarter of a million, almost a quarter of a million are just in the United States. Okay, so we have a big problem. And I'm not envious of Joe Biden's position. He's uh, got a lot of work to do. And I hope he's ready for it. You know, because, you know, this might be the toughest thing a president has had to do all at once. You know, I mean, it's between, you know, because usually, you know, if we're at war, we're all banded together as a country and things of that nature. But this is this is different. You know, um, we're divided politically. We're divided economically. Um, you know, uh, race wise, you know, we're divided. We're, the, we're a divided country right now. This is dangerous. It's still dangerous right now. And so. You know, I hope Joe Biden can figure it out. Um, and, and, you know, and whether this storm and get everybody together, because like I said, this isn't an envious job that Joe Biden has, you know, um, you know, do I think he can do it? You know, I mean, you know, he's been in the game for, you know, over 40 something years, 40, 47 years he's been in the game. So do I think he can do it? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't just guarantee success because of how long he's, you know, you know, you've been in politics. Um, but we're going to find out if he can do it. So, you know, that's my take on that. Um, you know, usually I like to end the show with some motivation. Um, you know, with the motivation, I'm going to say to everybody today, we, you know, we, we need to have patience <clears throat> more than ever. We need to have an understanding of things more than ever. You know, we need to be more objective more than ever. Because if you see what happened in the last few days, you know, we're not objective. You can make an argument, oh wait, no, no, the House is Republican. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry, the House went Democratic and the Senate went uh, Republicans, so we are objective, and and no, I you know between objective and divided, we're divided. Okay, and we need to have an understanding, and you know, coming together now more than ever. And you know, I have faith in us because I always say, what I always say, guys, you know, if you're trying to look up, you can't. We got to look at ourselves. And right now, we have to look at ourselves more than ever. And we have to decide where we're going to be going as a country moving forward. So right now, this is a time to be the best version 
of ourselves. Um, I know we're capable of doing it, but um, are we capable of executing it? Right. That's the question going forward. And if you say yes to that question, that means we're going to be able to do it. This is Brock 25. Chill with the craziness. Be great at everything.